Yo, okay, uh, here is the final bonus everyone eats. Again, from 2016, 2017. Uh, this is a shorter one. It's only 20 minutes uh, because it was an audition. Uh, there was some other podcasting people, company things that were interested in uh, collecting a few different shows. And one of them that was of interest was Everyone Eats. So we put together a quick demo, a 20-minute podcast of Everyone Eats, and uh, nothing <laughs> nothing ever happened. <laughs> Either way, I'm excited that I could share it now. Um, also, this is your reminder for our next Zia show. It's going to be this Saturday. If you're listening uh, today, the 20th, or tomorrow, the 21st, or even maybe Saturday morning, the 22nd, we will be back at Zia Records on Mill Avenue. Uh, me and Dom putting out another podcast for you while hanging out in the middle of a record store. Uh, of course, it's not an audience thing, but we'd love for you to come down, say hi, and support Zia Records. Uh, or maybe, you know, come hang out after. We'll go get a beer or, you know... Don't come and live your life. Either way, we'll be at Zia Records again, celebrating Dom's birthday and all kinds of shenanigans over at Zia Records. Uh, so, yeah, just keeping it to an Everyone Eats episode this week uh, so that we have things to talk about on Saturday. And then also, like I said, this is the last bonus Everyone Eats uh, from 2016-2017, which means the next one I release will be a current Everyone Eats. I'm very excited to announce that it will be a monthly bonus podcast. Uh, me and Joe are going to get together at least once a month and put together a podcast filled with stories of snacks and food, fast food, and all kinds of food-related news and uh, whatever else we feel like talking about. So I'm very excited that that will be a part of the Speaking of Nothing network, I guess we're calling it at this point. Uh, but yeah, so keep an eye out for that. That'll be a part of the monthly podcasts I release. Otherwise, uh, I'm going to stop rambling here, and uh, let's get into our final 2016 Everyone Eats. Uh, I don't think there was a title for this one, so just enjoy. Welcome to Everyone Eats, a podcast by two guys who like, or in some cases, love to eat. Hello, I love Rob. to eat. Hello. You are the lover of food. I am. I am the liker of food, Joe Huizenga, Rob Petrillo over there. Hello. The lover. <laughs> That's what they call me, the old lover. Do you love Taco Bell, or do you just tolerate or like Taco Bell? That's a tough one. I don't know if I love Taco Bell, but... But I don't also tolerate it. I enjoy Here's it. Here's how we'll gauge it. Okay. Can you remember the last time you ate there? Oh, yeah, like two weeks ago. <laughs> I can't remember the last time I ate there. Exactly. It used to be a staple in college for me. Yeah. There was an easy one to get to right at ASU, and I'd get a couple tacos, good to go, boom. Yeah, they have like the $5 box right now. That's <sighs> that's what I got. It's news to me. It's it's okay. Um, apparently, they're trying to tout themselves as a... I shouldn't say healthy fast food chain, yeah. but if you're looking for health, Taco Bell says they can hook you up with it. How so? Well, they say online. So either online or via your mobile device. Okay. They're all about the health now. They have a vegetarian menu that you can click. All you have to do is click vegetarian to see all the veggie 
and vegan options, which they supposedly There's offer. There's vegan options? They claim this. And my favorite is I didn't know about this either because I don't eat there very much. I It's been years. They they say that there's a way to, quote, make it fresco. Do you know what that means? I have no idea what that means. That means that you would be cutting the cheese, rice, and sour cream and adding pico de gallo. That sounds to terrible. Your Taco Bell. All of this coming from... This also made me double take. Taco Bell's dietitian and product developer. Her name is Missy Nelson. I would love to see a photo of Missy. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot believe. I guess it makes sense that if you're a restaurant, especially a big chain, that you would have a dietitian. But I don't think about anything that most fast place fast food places do as healthy. Thus, why would you have a dietitian? Yeah, I mean, like with McDonald's and stuff, they have like salads. Wendy's has salads. They have the wraps. But and the stuff. salads are terrible for you at those places, apparently. Yeah, and I, I always kind of looked at it like they're not the salads. Yes, aren't good for you. I guess with the dressing and stuff, it kind of ruins it. But if you're if you have to eat there, if you're like on the road or something, it's still it's got to be better than getting a burger, right? It it has to be a little bit. So. Ms. Nelson, or Mrs. Nelson, has been at Taco Bell for just over four years. She says that in that time, they've pledged to cut artificial ingredients. They've switched to cage-free eggs. Well, bravo for you, Taco wow. Bell. The brands introduced the lower-calorie fresco menu, as I mentioned. Uh, High-protein cantina menu, which they also have if you go online. Okay. Uh, vegetarian menu. Uh, I want to know about this vegan menu. What what it's vegan certified options? certified by the American Vegetarian Association. Do they have like a description of what you could get? They do not. Why would they do that? When you said when you said that they had vegetarian options, I just assumed you meant, oh, you can get a quesadilla. How about you bust out your mobile device and see how easy this is here? I mean, do I have to like download an app or something? They That's, claim that just seems like a lot of online work. and on mobile. That's I don't know. That's all it says. All right. Well, we could continue, and I could try and it get this It says here, uh, from Taco top Bell. to bottom, Taco Bell, especially in its online and mobile ordering platforms, has been subtly organized to promote this sense of choice, whether to pig out or eat healthy. If you're not eating meat, all you have to do is click vegetarian to see all the veggie and vegan options. All right. Well, I'm going to download the app right now, and we'll oh, see. Oh, see, what... they do sucker you into downloading the old app. Uh, well, that's what I would assume. I just went right to that. Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess you can go on the website. Uh, and, and maybe order online. I have a buddy who actually swears by getting Taco Bell online because you could mix up the options. Like, I guess there's there's issues with the register, but if you do it online, it kind of makes it easier. You but order the food online and then you just go and pick it up? Apparently, that's like the go-to move with Taco Bell now hmm. because there's like a secret menu to Taco Bell. And the only way to really get to it is through the app. They're also claiming which is kind of genius that by tweaking the font style and the phrasing online to the list of ingredients, that they've made it easier for customers to read and understand the menu. That seems like bunk to me. This one made me laugh when I saw it as well. They say that um, they've freed the chain of the need to directly compete with quote health obsessed fast casual chains like Chipotle. Oh wow. <laughs> Which you know I love, uh, yeah. but health obsessed? No. Not so much. Uh, you could eat healthy there, but Chipotle is not healthy. They have tons of sodium in their stuff too. Yeah, you, if you want to eat healthy at Chipotle, you have to just get like meat and beans and that's about it. At the end of the day, you can eat healthy anywhere you want to eat, whether it's a fast food place, a sit-down place, a, a five-star place. You can eat healthy, but even Taco Bell says that it's on you. All right, if... so I found the vegetarian menu. Okay, is it uh, the wrapper? So it says the seven-layer burrito. There's a bean burrito. Mm -hmm. 
a black bean burrito. Mm. Now, again, yes, vegetarian. Still, there's no way the bean burrito is anywhere close to being good for you. So how are we doing with vegan? I don't, there, there was no vegan option. I <laughs> went down to vegetarian and it stopped there. Nah. And then there's also a power menu bowl that's supposedly vegetarian. And then I click <laughs> on it and it immediately bowl. just, it looks like it, it takes me to a map. So that, it, I'm sure that there's only certain Taco Bells that are probably doing That's this. what I was going to guess. Yeah, because it takes you to Google Maps and it shows you to the ones that you could do it at. So it's either something they're working on or, but there are, yep, and then the cheese quesadilla, black beans and rice. Who's going to Taco Bell to get black beans and rice? It's more like this. It's more like the dude who weighs 270 and is like uh, 5'10" takes his girlfriend there and she decides that she wants to eat something she's going black bean burrito i guess i just i'll never understand uh the person who goes to a fast food place and tries to eat healthy i understand the business side but i'll never i'll never understand them yeah steps you go from eating total garbage to still eating at the establishment that served you garbage and just trying to eat healthier there okay I, i guess i could see that but if not if you want a bean burrito just go buy some beans and make one you don't need to go to taco bell i'm fine with that all right well another fast food chain uh subway is kind of uh, going the complete opposite direction as taco bell is uh there was a reddit mma uh, a couple of weeks ago i thought you were gonna say they were bringing back jared or something i mean what direction would they be going and uh based there was a subway shift manager that was talking about the shelf life of which they keep their chicken. Okay. Uh, basically, once it hits the counter, uh-huh. uh, they're supposed to only let it last for two days. I was going to say um, a day. Like, right? A matter of think. hours. You like, would think... Probably not even a full day. Well, you'd think that if you opened in the morning and you went through enough chicken, by maybe the chicken that you put in at 5 o'clock or 10 o'clock... That technically would reach the next day or two days. If you open, I I know a lot of them serve breakfast now. Maybe all Subways serve breakfast. But if you open, let's just say 11 a.m. to start doing lunch, if you left that chicken out until 9 or 10 o'clock at night, it's no good anymore. Yeah, and those like containers, that like giant counter that's supposedly a refrigerator, it's 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 not. So they leave it out in that, and then they put it away and bring it back out, and, and they claim it's good for two days. So, And that's just chicken without sauce on it. Mm-hmm. So the next thing is the chicken teriyaki or the chipotle chicken. Those get four days. Based off so of if you just the magical sauce, sauce in it, it's good for twice <laughs> that, as long. That's okay. So I've worked in a couple of food places before, and a lot of places that have darker meat that just yes is still okay to eat. Slather that there meat with some chipotle. You take a sauce, you throw it on the chicken. That chicken could be four days old, and you wouldn't know because of. And that I don't know if you've had the teriyaki chicken from Subway. I have not. It's a thick sauce. And it's dark. So if that chicken starts to brown, you would never know. And then immediately they're putting it in on cheese over it and lettuce, and they're putting it in a bread, and they're closing that thing. How, how are you going to know? It, it, it makes sense at, on a business point. Why not keep it for <laughs> it five days? Sense. Why not keep it for a month? <laughs> well, because I think everybody would be peeing out of their butts at that point. So, But, but two days or four days, that's fine? So apparently, Why yes. aren't they pushing it? Why not go six days? Well, uh, I, you know what? Five's the magic number, apparently. Uh, another guy got on and joined uh, this uh, AMA with Reddit, and he said that he would get in trouble if they caught him throwing away food 
that wasn't uh, between the five day. And then he says, not enough growth on that chicken there. He goes the five to nine day mark. So there are people, there are certain, and some subways are what privately owned, so they could just be like a mom and essentially, yeah, Yeah. um, there could be a mom and pop type subway. And you know, especially these days, you got to cut corners. Chicken's a popular one. I will say this to defend Subway. I've always heard, and even I subscribe to the, those eat it by this date. I don't buy those things. At grocery stores, you know, like like on the milk, it's like best by this date. Yeah, you could always go past that I go that more by if it smells awful, then get rid of it. Mm-hmm. So if it looks okay, it probably is okay. Now, there is the, the golden rule in restaurants is when in doubt, throw it out. And I feel like that's how you should live your life. Again, I said I'm going to the grocery store and I'm picking it out. I would hope that, yeah, if the grocery store... I mean, there's a reason why they slap that discount label yep, on it. Yep, that means cook tonight. And then after <laughs> another day or two, it's you know, or throw it in the fr- uh, freezer. Yeah. And then it's get rid of it after that. Absolutely. So I would hope that the fast food chain or wherever else it may be, it has my best interest at heart. I understand they have to look out for their bottom dollar. But nine days for some Chipotle chicken, that's just disgusting. It's terrible. And then that sauce, too. I doubt There's no way that sauce is even supposed to be out for five to nine days. And now, sure, we're kind of picking on Subway right here, mm-hmm. but it's abs- every place does it. Do. Every single place does. Even your high-end butcher shops will take a sauce and will take a darker ground beef. Mm-hmm. The, you, those pre-made meatloafs, what do you think that is? You think they're using the fresh meat on a meatloaf? Don't tell me this. That's not how it works, man. The old stuff is the, uh, the the pre-cooked stuff is usually the older meat. You mentioned sauce a second ago. It makes me think of pizza. There's a lovely study out about pizza, and I think the whole thing is totally bunk. It's a weird it, – it, how they put the whole story together is kind of weird, and I don't understand the percentages that they put it in. But the way I kind of read it was they offered pizza – Four options were presented. $30 bonus, mm-hmm. a lovely note or text that says, well done. By the boss, yeah. Or nothing at all. And this was run over in Israel, right? Yes, it was. I would love to see it done over here. Apparently in Israel, though, uh, uh, a thank you from the boss you know, really, uh, really means a lot. And what they said was, not even getting pizza— but just being told that they're going to get pizza. The idea the of pizza is powerful. The idea that they're going to get pizza made them more productive. Yeah, and there was a quote actually in here that I thought was kind of interesting. How, uh, see, this is what I wonder. How much of this is just because people in Israel maybe don't eat a lot of pizza? So it's just like, that's a real treat. It, and you know what? I think you're right. Because especially in the way we live in this country, you want a pizza, five bucks gets you hot and ready. We had pizza three times at work they, last week exactly. brought in by work. And that, that that's not even, that's just because. Yes. I Same thing, especially with, with the, uh, the, 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 the where, where we work, you know, in radio. Yes. There's a lot of free food involved. Oh, my goodness. So I feel like there would be no effect on us. There's also no when in doubt, throw it out at radio stations no. ever with food. Uh, so w- one thing I thought was interesting, though, is that the, instead of just bringing pizza to work, this guy was talking about having pizzas delivered at home so that they could, quote, be the hero at home, just having pizza delivered to them, which I thought was kind of interesting that that might actually have an effect on you, especially with a family that kind of, you know, tugs on the heartstrings a little bit with the fam. 
This week, uh, today as we're recording this, September 5th, you know how every day is a something now? Sure. Oh, yeah. today Isn't today National Pizza Day? National Cheese Pizza cheese, Day. Of course. Is, I wanted to rail on this for a second. Of course, there's lovely establishments around the valley here, Phoenix, you know, Mesa, all over, that are offering deals on cheese pizza. Um, but National Cheese Pizza Day, I'm sure there's National Pepperoni Pizza Day. Oh, absolutely. Can't we... <laughs> I'm cool with there being a lot of days. I think every day is one, national. One, yeah. Can't we just have one pizza day, though? Do we really need multiple? There's a lot of days in the year, Joe. you got to spread it out. Or how about just National Pizza Day? That's what I would assume. If someone told me that today was National Pizza Day, mm-hmm. that would be fine. But then, like you say, it's National Cheese Pizza Day. Yes. Do we know how many different types of pizza days there are? I did not go Ooh, through the trouble of looking at I would love to know that. Stat. I just know that I saw that today was National Cheese Pizza Day, and some of them make me laugh. I know there was International Talk Like a Pirate Day some years ago. I think that That's, kind of started all of this. I think it did, too. I remember that kind of being a big deal. And okay, that's kind of clever. Whatever. It was clever, especially I think with like younger kids in school and stuff, they probably could. But what it blossomed into has disgusted me. So now we have National Cheese Pizza Day going on right now, early in September. Yeah, I'm sure there's Pepperoni Pizza Day, probably Deep Dish Pizza Day, Thin Crust Pizza Day. Y- you like your pizza with boogers day? That's probably a day. <laughs> it's almost. It will be if not soon enough. Maybe Subway will offer that. Well, the boogers are only good for two days. Yeah. Then you throw out <laughs> shelf the boogers. life on boogers are a lot different. I have something I want you to ponder. Okay. As I was driving in to do this podcast with you today, I saw a man doing an awkward dance on the sidewalk. And he was not drunk. He was not begging for change, anything like that. just like a normal dude doing a jig on the side of the road. I know why he was doing the jig, or at least I have a theory. I didn't holler out the window, why are you jigging over there? (laughs) But I have a theory. Okay. I think he was one of those people, and I want to know if you're one of these people, who when they see a cockroach does the dance to get out of the way of the cockroach as though it's going to come up through your shoe and give you the Zika virus or something. I know that's from mosquitoes, but do you do that? Like when you see a cockroach, you go, whoa! I I definitely will cartoon up a little bit and and jump in the air. I don't know. I I feel like that's just a thing. This this made me think of something now. Of course, everyone eats. Lovely podcast, Rob Petrillo, Joe Huizenga. Love food. So first off, I want to know why do people why just step on it? You have soles on your shoes. It's not like you're walking around barefoot. I can understand barefoot. Maybe uh, a, a cockroach landed on his face as a child, and he's traumatized. And there's also a way to just step around it, not to do the oh. I, I will do the tango. To I avoid will always it. do that though. Part two. Would you eat a cockroach, Rob Petrillo? Uh, like, uh, for, for the sake of, of us right now, I will say it is cooked. I was going to say cockroach. deep fried, probably. Deep fried. See, now we're getting into like it could be like a dessert if they put some chocolate on it or I something. Mean, I mean, <laughs> I mentioned this to you. I ate the Whopperito. Mm-hmm. Not to say that that's comparable to a cockroach, <laughs> but I will, eat, <laughs> I will eat. I will eat. Was the Whopperito um, good? Was, now that you've likened it, it to okay. cockroach, I'm guessing it was not. <laughs> no, it was. It was good. I almost ate the whole thing. Almost, uh, almost. Yeah, well, I, there's a there's a taco sauce in it, and I added ketchup, and the combination was. So not they could have just slipped a cockroach in there, and you wouldn't have even known. Well, see, that's that's where I was going to go with this. It's like if you would if you could slip a cockroach in like a burrito or uh-huh. something. If I don't have to actually 
look at it while I'm eating it or it, you know, if I'm not picking it up off the ground, yeah, mm-hmm. I'd probably eat a cockroach. Well, what if you did know what it was and you had to eat it? I feel like I wouldn't be able to get it down. Not I, a raw one, though. I mean, again, it's cooked. Cooked, but so what? It's, like it's going to be nice and crunchy. Is there some seasoning on it? Sure. What Your kind favorite of seasoning. seasoning. <laughs> Whatever goes well with cockroach. Okay. Uh, you know, of course, yes, I say, oh, yeah, I'd probably eat that. But if it's in front of my face, I don't know, man. That would be a tough one. I've eaten some weird stuff. There is no way I could do it raw. I, no, no, no chance. Unless there was like a lot of money on the. What line. about like a cricket? Could you if, do a cricket? If there was ten grand and they were like, "Hey, here's this." Oh well, that's raw a totally cockroach. different story. Exactly. I'd probably but do if, it for a hundred bucks. If it was wow, see, <laughs> let's be real. <laughs> bargained you right down a hundred. I could probably get you to do it for ten. <laughs> if you want to do it for the show, you give me a hundred bucks, I'll do it. How about ten? No, I can't oh, do it. Oh come for 10. on. <laughs> I guarantee you I could get you to do it for 10 bucks. Um if it was cooked though, let's say it's it's fried. So sure. it's it's good and crunchy. I could I could get it down. I mean, I haven't probably eaten as weird of things as you have. You have a little bit more uh well, e- eccentric taste. I've had snake though. I've had alligator. I I actually liked alligator. I think they both tasted like bitter chicken. Sure. Both snake and alligator. Yeah. I didn't really Again, care for either one, but I ate it. Was it was your alligator deep fried? Mine was deep fried. I, I don't know. I don't remember. I just yeah. remember it was I, alligator and it was cooked. Yeah, that that that's the thing is like I I immediately go to the to the deep fried. I feel like that always makes it a little bit easier. <laughs> it's uh, just less if, if I could if I could deep fry easier. the cockroach and like dip it in some ranch, <laughs> I probably could do it. I, I'm with you. But I'd probably throw up afterwards. Yeah, really? Yeah, oh yeah. So what's the point of the ranch even? If I'm you're not trying. Vomit? I'm not like eating it be, for like the purposes of being healthy you're telling me could i bite and swallow a cockroach and and not vomit no probably not was i'm pretty sure i could do it you couldn't do it i could do it let's do it then (laughs) okay let's do it on the podcast i'll bring a cooked cockroach next week i I need some sort of proof it's cooked you can't just like pick it up and be like i threw this on the stove for you eat up i will make it happen you know how I am with these things, though. Yeah, you'll bail. I'll get a text in the middle of the week. Mm. Mm, it's going to mess with my running schedule. <laughs> my running is busy these days. And Half by the way, you're looking, looking pretty good there, buddy. I tweaked my knee a little bit, but I'm going. You're looking good. Thank you very much. He's Rob Petrello. I'm Joe Heisenga. This is Everyone Eats, a podcast by two guys who like to eat.